Hello, friends. Welcome to That's Pretty Woo. Conversations about life, beauty, and magic. Because talking it out makes us all more connected. We're your hosts, Jordan Medina and Kayleen Seuss, two friends navigating the balance between making time for our work and passions while trying to be present in everyday life as mothers, partners, and citizens of the universe. Okay, let's chat. Okay, Kayleen, start us off. What would you define as everyday manifesting? So we did an episode a while back on like manifesting and the law of attraction. That's kind of like big picture. Like this is like the little things like the just like the flow of our everyday life. For me, everyday manifesting is like parking spots and magical circumstances, little things. So it's the same as manifesting. Abraham Hicks says you can manifest the buttons, same as you can manifest a castle. Yeah. But I think it's an accessible way to practice that law, to practice the muscle, to to attract things to you. And it's something that um, I'm excited for us to talk about because I do it sometimes and then other times I don't. And if if we are bought into the concept that law of attraction is a law, just like gravity, right? then it's happening no matter what. But when I'm tapped into it and intentional about it, it just shows up in in such a more aligned way. So what about you? I feel the same way. I mean, there's like different little, like when I'm tapped into it, it's typically when I'm listening to something. It's funny because this time of year, like early spring, like, you know, late winter, it's always feels like early spring in Austin during late winter. So I think it's like, that renewal, that fresh feeling. Um, it always inspires me to like listen to or like something that's very high vibe. So like last year for me, the book was Letting Go. I was listening to it around yeah. this time last year. Yeah. And um, I, it just put me in this like super high vibe, view the world differently sort of a state. And like, since we've done that manifesting episode, the one thing that it's like, I think, I think it's like, I couldn't put my finger on or how to verbalize it. And I can now is like manifesting from, uh, not from your thoughts, but from your feet, like from a feeling and from being in like the so-called like vortex is more about like being energetically lifted and aligned. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think we got into like a lot of this debate in the last one when really we think the same thing, which is that like when you're feeling good, good things happen. Mm -hmm. And when you're feeling not so great, like you kind of not so great things happen. And it can be maybe like just the simple, simplistic point of view, but like just do things that make that raise your vibration and then like things are so these books, yeah. like last year it was letting go. Mm-hmm. And this year it's the Louise Hay, um, You Can Heal Your Life. I'm listening to it on Audible. Um she also has free YouTube meditation oh, that cool. has like seven million views. And I've been putting it on with my earbuds and getting in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And it literally makes you feel like a pink dreamy cloud. It's amazing. The book does in general. And it actually is like a lighter version of letting go with a lot more practicalities. Whereas mm-hmm. like letting go is like a tech very text heavy, yeah. uh, broad speaking and yeah. pretty masculine. And yeah. this one is like a much more feminine version of that. Mm-hmm. So adoring that to kind of get me in. But anyway, both of these types when I've been in those kind of states, there's little things that I've wanted to come in that typically do. And so last time it was, I was really wanting to, I remember I was on the way to work and actually I was at this time, I was actually listening to the Gabby Bernstein, um, the universe has your back. Okay. And I had it on audible. I was driving to work and I was thinking that day about how like I was having really bad problems with insomnia and I was having, um, I have really, I've over the last few years, which like this has changed in the last year, thank God, I've had really bad struggles with um, 
immunity and having like a really weak, like a notoriously weak immune system where like, my, like my family and Nathan's family is like, Oh my God, what's wrong with you? Like, yeah, um, just catching everything, just catch everything, uh, get food poisoning like once a year. Like that's not normal, you know, like just weak. So it's like, I've tried probiotics. I was on my way to work thinking about like, God, I, I just got to deal with this insomnia and immunity. I was like, and I'd also been looking into tinctures for the first time. I have now take tinctures, but at the time I hadn't. And I was like really trying to like figure out like, do I get a CBD tincture? I don't know anything about CBD. Da, da, da. And so I was having all these moments, but I'm like listening to universe has your back. And this is also like going through my mind in that same motion. Mm-hmm. So I get to work and I have this client, Gina, and she comes in that day. And sure enough, her brother and her have started these like this like line of tinctures. Hmm. And she's like, I brought two for you to try. Cool. And it's like Sambuco, which is the... um like to boost your immunity mm-hmm. and immune system. It's like elderberry. Mm-hmm. And then she brings me um, a CBD to try, which is, this is my first experience with CBD in this moment. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, like it felt just like, that's an example of, um, and I'm a non-specific manifester. So it's like just something popping. Can you tell us what that is again? Yeah. So a specific manifester. This is in human design. This is in human design. So I, a specific manifester like writes a list and you can write a list too for non-specific, but it, what I found is that it comes to you in a roundabout way. So like I can write a specific list, but the way things come to me is not going to be as direct maybe as somebody who like you're a specific manifester. And if you write it, it might come in in a real crystal clear, mm. like I, I want to manifest a parking spot and here's my parking spot. Like, yeah. whereas mine might be like, I've got to wait for somebody to pull out, but there it is, you know, like, mm. um, I, I can't even describe it that way, but that's, that's sort of like how it, that's one example of like a weird manifestation. And then more recently, um, I was doing Lacey's work and I do it with an accountability partner. And both of us had decided that like one of the things she recommends is to put a really small item on your list. that's like a little more fun and yep. like that's something you button. could buy for yourself. Yep. Um, and you put it on your thing to manifest so that you, so that you can build your trust muscle Mm -hmm. so that like, then you, Mm -hmm. if you want to bring something bigger in, you know, you can do it. I think that's what everyday manifesting is. It's it's whatever is building that trust muscle. And so I had put on my, we had never, I had never done that. I'd always jumped right to the big things like at last. And so had she. And And then you were practiced in it. So like that makes sense. Yeah. And some of the big things have come through, um, and some haven't. And so, yeah, it's like, I've really marked quite a lot off my list in the last few years, honestly. So, um, I put on the list that I wanted a collection of jewelry that had meaning to me. Mm-hmm. And so so starting off, I write that down. And I, 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 one day I, I end up with a flat tire. And so that morning I go, I change my tire and I am driving to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And I realize that Uncommon Objects, this really amazing like antique store has moved to a new location that's right by my tire place. And I like... I don't know why I pulled into the parking lot of it because it was like an accident. Like I was trying to get like re-navigate. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled into this parking lot and I'm like, oh my God, this is uncommon objects. Like mm. that's so weird that I'm here. And I'm like, maybe some, maybe I, this is a ping because mm-hmm. in Lacey's work, you get pings. So it's like, okay, maybe this is a ping to go in the store because maybe they have like, I've been looking at all these antique lockets, all this stuff that I really want, you know, to have a meaning for me. So maybe that my piece of jewelry is in the store. So okay, I- like the fact that you had that thought, like, Anytime I have those, maybe the, the then then like I know it's not going to happen. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go into the store mm-hmm. and I I like there's five lockets that they have and they lay them all out in front of me and like each of them is different. Some of them have pictures in them, some of them don't. I end up with this one that I feel really called to. It has this picture of this like Edwardian bow in it and it's like long and really pretty. Um, doesn't have a chain, so I buy that separate. But I end up getting this locket and I text it 
to my mom and I show her my, like, I've, I've just really been wanting a locket, you know? And this, I, the meaning for it for me at this point is like nothing because mm-hmm. it's just a locket I like. Um, it is in line with stuff I've been looking at and well-priced. So I buy this locket. I text a picture of it to my mom who, you know, I'm sure she's interested in jewelry and she's like got a really good collection herself. And she messages me back and she's like, oh, I love that. She's like, I have this one that my high school boyfriend gave me. So it still has like a picture of her and her high school boyfriend um, in it. And it's a beautiful locket. And she's like, would you like it? And Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, here's my roundabout manifestation where I've now brought in a piece of jewelry that has meaning to me but in this way where I had to go mm-hmm. buy something, mm-hmm. the and then I ended up with the piece that actually has the meaning, mm-hmm. which is from my mom. Mm-hmm. And then I, so this worked so well, okay? So I adjust my manifestation. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I would like to have a jewelry. So I literally go to the same list and I write collection mm-hmm. on it. Kayleen comes to our next meeting with- When did you do that? This is early December. Okay. So, no, before this, something else happens, which I'm also going to do. I'll do my reveal now. Yeah, I'll do that now. So, because um, this is a few weeks out, right? Okay. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so I, manif- I, I ordered these rings off of... I ordered these rings off of Etsy and they're birthstone rings. And I decide to get one for me and I get a green amethyst and then I get one for Wilder and I decide I want a third one, but I can't really decide the stone I want. Mm -hmm. And so I look at Nathan's birthstone and I'm like, I don't really like that. Mm -hmm. I, 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 my mom and Meredith are both, garnet. I mean, I just don't want to do my mom's and okay. I, my sister's. That doesn't make sense, really. It's a weird thing to do. So I yeah. end up doing... So you're like um, going... You you wanted three and you're just like going through like But I'm like... Tra- I'm like... But I'm looking at a stone that looks good together. Yeah. And so I'm like... I, there's like three that I like in the whole 12 month okay. like span. And yeah. I'm like, what do I know that falls in these months? Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder what... I really... My grandma and I are very close and like I think about her all the time. And I'm like, what was my grandma's birthstone? So I end up like finding her obituary online. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I have to do. And I realized that hers is the same as Wilder's. Well, I don't want two of the same. Mm-hmm. In the obituary, it has um, my grandparents' wedding date, which, like, my wedding date also falls in November. So it's like, that's a wash, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find my grandparents' wedding date, and it's in September. And that is a stone, like the sapphire, which I think looks really wonderful with the other two stones. So I end up getting the, this these rings and I've been wearing them like pretty much constantly. And like the meaning for me is like this and then my grandma's wedding date or my grandma and granddaddy's wedding date. And then all of a sudden I find out I'm pregnant. Mm. Surprise, podcast listeners. I'm like hoping I've announced it by hand then, but I will have um, or not. So don't mention it on social media or do uh, whatever. <laughs> airs on M- March 10th. Okay, I'll have, I'll have said something by then. Yeah. That's right. Jordan's um, pregnant. Yeah, I'm pregnant. And so I ended up basically getting a future child birthstone. <laughs> so I end up with this like jewelry also that now has even more meaning than I could have possibly comprehended than when I ordered it. Because the baby's yes. due date is the birthstone. Yes. Wow. So then I come in to record our first episode of the season. And Kayleen has bought me a mantra cuff, which I have not taken off. I did not know you can wear jewelry, but now I do. Um, <laughs> and it is like this gold bracelet, which goes startlingly. All of this stuff goes together, mind you. Amazing. And um, and so this it says resolve on it. And it's like, that's my word for the year. And I just like love this bracelet. And it's just been this really interesting, like 
easy manifestation that mm-hmm. was like this thing that it was so funny because it went from jewelry to jewelry collection to like a fully, like I got a pair of earrings for Christmas. Like it's wow. literally a full jewelry collection. Wow. Yeah. And each of them has these meanings that like I didn't assign them at first. Yeah. But they've now, it now has meaning. So well, this makes me want to sit down and write some lists. And doesn't it? But it was like, but it's such an interesting way, all these roundabout ways that yeah. it came to me. Like I almost needed the pregnancy to make the ring have meaning. Well, I was, cause I was like wondering, I was like, when did you first write it down? Cause I want to know like if I bought the bracelet for you before or after. It was early you know? December. Okay. Well then I already had it or, for you. No, it was, it was November when I originally put a piece of jewelry with meaning oh, and then okay. like right around, yeah, early December. So. Cause I knew I was going to get it for you. You told us on the podcast what your word for the year was like pretty far in advance of the year. So I knew it. And then Moulton was doing, Jen was doing a, um, a discount for Black Friday. And that's when I ordered your bracelet. I ordered your bracelet before I even got myself. Oh, so right around the same time that I was writing all this, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I think. Because like, so how come crazy. you got a mantra bracelet before I did? You know, I was like, yeah. I'm, buying, I'm buying Jordans and I don't even know what my word is. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. And so, you're pregnant. Yeah. And I'm pregnant. Yay. Manifested a baby. Woo. Um. <laughs> One of the things with like manifesting that um, I noticed in our, our community, somebody asked, what does the term calling in mean? And like, where did that come from? And I was like, well, I responded back and was like, I think it's like a term that like is in this woo world. Like people use it. Yes. And it really, I, she said that it's really like evocative. Like the word like makes you think of like what manifesting in is, which is like calling in, like bringing yeah. to you. Um, and I, so I really thought that that was like an interesting insight. Right. Because I, I just say it. Yeah. And she was like, I had never heard that before. And it really makes me think about it. And I do sometimes find that for me, manifesting does feel like a magnetic force. Yeah. Like if I am um, doing the practice of pre-paving my day, like Abraham Hicks says, where you like visualize your day going really well, I'm going to get in the car, it's going to be a nice, easy drive and da, 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 da. That like the plane with that really yeah. works for me. And I almost feel, and I think it comes from when I was a, a child and I was swimming, I would sometimes think of the wall having a magnet and my body being a magnet and getting pulled faster and faster and faster to the end of the wall. And so I just kind of think about like that flow through life, like me being pulled and guided towards like what I, what I desire. But I mean, I'll admit that I'm not really like in my everyday manifest, I'm not, I don't have like a list and I don't have like a, a solid practice right now for manifesting, but like hearing your story definitely like makes me want to write. Yeah. It's it's nice to write it down because yeah. it kind of does reassure you. And then sometimes like I'll write stuff down, um, which I've, I've always been in the habit of doing and mm-hmm. then doing license work. I do it too. And, and I've, I've written stuff down and it's like, I'll kind of be like, well, nothing's coming through. And then when I go back and look, I'm like, oh, actually you've got like eight out of 10 things. You know, it's like, <laughs> that's sometimes, a good way to check yourself. It's a good way to check yourself yeah. because it's, it's, and be in a more high vibe state where yeah. you experience more gratitude, which brings you back into that higher vibration because, you know, but I will, I'm actually going to throw out, I wanted to throw out on this episode, something that's been on my list forever. And it's like, I want to put it out there. It's like, I know we have yoga teacher listeners. And like, I know, like, I mean, 80% of my class, I've always wanted to do, I've talked about it literally for eight years behind my chair, a yoga teacher training. And I put it on and I do. And I put it on and off my list and I'm putting it back on and it's staying there. And I'm going to manifest that that is happening for me. So that's happening. 
Wow. Yeah. You've made two big announcements. I know. YTT is a big commitment. I know. And as as I've always wanted to do it. And it's like the longer I, well, why am I waiting? Like, why not just do it? Why do you want to do it? I want to do it to, I don't, I think I would love to like teach an occasional class. And that's like what I would want my class to be. I I think I would really like to do it. And even if I don't teach, I've always, I've want to have the deeper knowledge and to like, fully immerse myself. And I want to, I've gone through like in and out of phases with yoga. I'm definitely in a phase right now back with yoga. And so like just being gentle and there's so many different types of yoga. And Mm -hmm. like, I think just having like that firm knowledge and also the firm knowledge of the anatomy. And also Mm -hmm. like, I just want to deepen my, it's, it's a personal thing. I've had at least like like I said, I have so many clients and friends who've done it. Mm-hmm. Some who teach, some who don't. You're yeah. one of them. Um, and I I just really want to do it. I don't know if I'll ever teach or not, but I think it's like it would be a nice thing to have. And if something were to ever happen where like I moved out of like the hair world or something, just to have something because I also didn't finish school. So it's like going, would I go back to school? Would I do this? Would I do that? Like I just like the idea of having that like body of knowledge and it's into something I'm interested in. And I think it would ex- deepen my... Uh, exploration of like the physical and mental Mm -hmm. and emotional and like holistic connection. So I just, I've had it on and off my list forever. And I'm put, I've had it on my list about last summer and then I took it off. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was like, no, timing's not right. Right. I'm not sure I want to do, like I've always gone back for, I'd be like, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to do this. And now it's on the list and you know. Do you want to do it before the baby comes? You know, Dude, <laughs> I don't think I'd do it before the baby comes okay. right now. So this but, is like but, a long term thing. Well, yeah, but I think in the I would like to have have it like like I have it. I keep separate little savings that I do through like an external. It's called capital. If y'all want to link, uh, but it like pulls money out through different method modalities. So like if I spend it, if I spend it rounds up my money and it puts it into a savings account. So oh, sometimes okay. I'll be like, I want to buy like cute lingerie, cute lingerie account. Like da, da, da. it builds up really fast. So it's a great way to like save money towards certain goals. So I think what I've done now is like I changed all of them and I made it the yoga teacher training. And that way it's like that oh, money's wow. there. It's yeah. it's set aside. I know exactly how much it costs. Like I've, I've done all the research. I even pretty much think I know like where I would want to do it. Oh, really? Um, I think so. But um, I won't say I'm committed to that. But I, I, the idea that I would like to do is like to be doing this next about a year from now. So like mm-hmm. next, like early next spring. So like a March of 2020. So you have like a six month old in this scenario. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a, that's about when I think I could do it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's what yeah. I would like to do. And I would cool. like to maybe focus on like just as some somebody who's like really experienced a lack in this field. Like I would like to focus on like women. Uh-huh. motherhood and uh, uh, prenatal postpartum. My, my, I have this thought, I have a few really favorite um, yoga teachers here in Austin, but just, I got my teacher training done in like 2012. And I never understood why there aren't classes that are prenatal and postpartum together. Yeah. Because there's people that teach prenatal and there's people that teach postpartum but it feels like there isn't um, a continuity there. But after you've gone through it, you know there is. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe first-time moms who are pregnant wouldn't love the vibe of like having a crying baby next to them. So I could think that that might be one of the reasons right. why they don't combine them. But after being a, once you're past that, like now, I feel like you would be like, oh, cute, breastfeed yeah. baby, come back to class. Like, 
there's just something to it where the body is actually similar yeah. before and after. Yeah. And the goals are similar. There's differences. And certainly like the teacher would have to adjust and the ju- adjustments would be slightly different. But I feel like the community building that could occur yeah. from having a prenatal and postpartum join together. And even if it was like, I even if I worked with like small groups of like women searching for this mm-hmm. and like a old client and friend of mine, uh, Meg Sylvester, she has, she just started doing yoga teacher trainings like a year ago. She does mm-hmm. typically sort of a Gabby Bernstein-esque coaching, like one-on-one with people and has had great success in that. She has like really great marketing, really great um, vibe and very woo, very fun. Uh, and she is has been really, really diving deep into like Kundalini and did this like really beautiful practice of like the 120th day, which is like the day your baby's soul enters your body and these people did like this really special like tribute for her and Mm -hmm. like gave her flowers and did offerings and she was just like you could just feel the joy like radiating off of her doing this and she's currently doing prenatal kundalini specific Mm -hmm. training Mm -hmm. to like extend her knowledge which like I love the idea of like expounding upon your practice with a new practice. And I think like yoga's always, yoga's, I've gone back and forth because it's like, do I want to do Pilates or something really specific like bar three? But it's like, will bar three be there forever? Like Pilates, is that, does that have- Pilates will be there forever. Pilates will be there forever. But does it have as much of that like- soul stuff that I really like. So, I think it can. I, I think mean, it can too. But Peach I've, House here in Austin, Caitlin is doing that. Yeah, yeah, she is. She it. is. But it doesn't feel like a traditional Pilates class. And I mean, Pilates was created, well, they're all, all the stuff was Pilates is men. more of a commitment. I mean, that's a fact. Oh, because, for you to do the t- training? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. over well over two years of training. But plus see, the that is a testament to the, no, I don't want to say quality, but that's a testament to the teachers that you're getting when you do. Agreed. Which is why I think it's important where you where you get yeah. your certification, yeah. how many hours you yeah. do, and then the things that you do beyond that. Like yeah. I think there's, I think it's important not to just like get in with some like studio trying to turn a buck and churn yeah. out teachers, Cause, and because yeah. there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it doesn't, we none digress. Of it, none of it matters because, like, at the end of the day, you, you're gonna take, especially if you're doing the training yes. not to teach. If you're really doing it to study I, I deeper. I do think I would want to teach. I really do. I think I, I think it's a, something I've always wanted to try. And I think that I would like to do it. Even well, if you're it, like suited for that. Yeah. And if, even if it was like, like how the Peach House Girl does. And I had four people in my backyard doing yoga. And it was mm-hmm. like, but we centered around like, like, oh, I'm going to, or I worked one-on-one with somebody and we work on like yeah. your pelvic floor or whatever. Like, I yeah. just the, having that knowledge, having that know, and being there for somebody the way I wish I had somebody there for me. Yeah. So I think that's a really well. That interesting, makes me think you should go through it while you're pregnant. I, well, I thought about that too, but I just don't think I don't think now is the time. Well, right let now. me tell you something. You have the most time you're ever going to have. That's true. Right before now. I have another child, but we'll see. We'll see. Childcare, and I have Mondays off, so you never know. Um, <laughs> I know one of the things about picking yoga teacher training is. Um, the schedule, like does the schedule fit with you yeah. too? You know, like there's just like some logistical things that in bringing it back to manifesting, it will align when it's meant to align. It'll fit perfectly in your well, schedule. And you're right. And that's the thing. I shouldn't put any of these hard, like maybe I do do it now. Maybe it does come end up coming up something I end up doing in the next like, you know, eight month span or seven month span or whatever before I have a baby because, you know, you're or six month span, really, you know, yeah. so that's the thing. It's like yeah. a short time a window and it's like, oh, there's other things that got to get ducks in a row. But yeah. you're right. Like, I mean, there's, there's different opportunities. And I might even do like an intensive, like yeah, where you, you go just, off like, somewhere start. for yeah. a bit. And well, I know one of my favorite teachers, Kate, she used to do, um, she does 
or she was doing yoga teacher training through Wanderlust. I don't know if she's doing that anymore, but sometimes those classes were also available to the public. So she would do like a breathwork teaching, yeah, breathwork and meditation teaching for her YTT students, but I could go. And, and there's that, a lot of people who do so that. You can, and that, you know what that would be? If I was to do it all over again, I mean, I love where I took and I knew my teacher really well, but I feel like sometimes it is so important to know your teacher. So if you can like take classes with them before, But I would love to do that anyway, just leading yeah, up yeah, to you. Yeah. Like, yes. oh, if somebody's offering a workshop, uh-huh. like I think Megan's going to do a Kundalini pregnancy prenatal workshop. Awesome. I'm definitely going to do that. Because yeah. like... Um, that will also open your eyes to like what other things are out and there. And the modalities and who, yeah. what teachers I like and trying different things, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm very open right now. And I think like until I have like a firm grasp on it, but that's what I'm trying to call in. And that's why I wanted to put it out there because cool. I think it's also like we have yoga teacher listeners who are like, come take our class. So I'm like, hey, maybe they know and can help me. Yes. So to get back to, I have just a few like quick questions for you. Okay. Do you think that there is an actual formula for manifesting or do you think that everybody's experience is different? I think that, oh God, I think everybody's experience is different yeah. probably. But yeah. I, so I think it's like what what raises your vibration is different mm-hmm. from person to person. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's like probably from the same raised, elevated ri- vibration That's, we're all manifesting. So yeah. I think it's like, yeah, how do you get into your flow state is going to be different from person to person. But I think like flow state is real and mm-hmm. universal. Okay. That's what I think. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think that I, I think there's like roadmaps that will get you there, but there's like a million different ways to go. And so you kind of have to test out what works for you. And then also recognize when something stops working for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's kind of hard to, I have, it's hard for me to like wrap my head around that because if I think that this is the same thing as gravity, gravity always works. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's a little bit tricky for me, but I think that Yeah. I think that there are formula. It's like a recipe. There's like recipes that work, but then there's like a few different things that I might want to make in my kitchen. And so I might follow different recipes to get different things. Yes. Mm. What about, do you think that you need to release to receive? I think it can't hurt, but I don't think you have to. Okay. Yeah. Cause you could expand. Yeah. I mean, I think releasing is like a fabulous feeling if I'm honest and like, it's something Mm -hmm. I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I think if that's not for you, then it's not for you. But I like, I, I love, I think you could, yeah, you can definitely expand as well. What if, what if you expand and release? Yeah. I mean, I think releasing is like you said, good. It like feels good. It's nice to like get that, whatever you don't need off and out. But then like, what if you don't have anything to release and you still want more? I've definitely been in that situation where I'm like, I don't have anything that I want to give up, but I also want more. Yeah. And that's a very stagnating feeling to be like, but I have to release to receive, you know? Like, oh yeah. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think you have to release to receive. Okay. I think you can expand um, for sure. Do you think the universe has our back? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Me too. I think the thing I'm also thinking a lot about lately is that I don't know the definition of good and bad, right or wrong in the moment. Like some things that feel oh, yeah. like they're not terrible. Yep. That are actually have like, I, I think that whole, like, if not now, later, if not this, something better. Um, I'm really trying to like get into that because when you, when you look at things that happen that feel horrible in the moment and then you like get some long-term point of view it's on a, it, like it a, always led to something better yeah. and a better position, a better job, a yep. better friend group, a better like partner, a better 
but it's like in those moments of loss and losing and feeling horrible, they feel horrible. So it's like, you're not in your highest vibe state, but then like when you, when you crawl up from it, like, and you realize that you can, you know, there's that, it brings in, it call, you call in something better. And you don't know what good feels like until you felt what bad feels like. Yeah. Also, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not, it's really hard to like have these thoughts and conversations around it because it's like, well, of course everybody wants to be high vibe all the time. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that's what we're here for. And like Shaman Dirk said, when I was at that retreat in November, he said, it's all, all suffering is from a lack of information. Yeah. That like, if you had more information, you wouldn't actually be suffering. Well, isn't in this that moment. the bigger picture? Because mm-hmm. we can only see this like little square of the mosaic. And then when you pull out, you're like, oh, oh. but this actually is like this gorgeous picture. But I'm yes. just like feeling not great in this little chipped portion of the mosaic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally true. What are your favorite ways to practice everyday manifesting? I, I like list making. I think that for me, it's like a real, I like, I like list making, you know, we've talked a lot about like manifesting versus goal setting. Yeah. And I love like, okay, I have this goal. I want to do a teacher training. That's a very tactile like thing, but Mm -hmm. I also want it to be like the perfect teacher training for me at the perfect time with Mm -hmm. the perfect thing. And that's something that I can manifest. So I think like, like using things in according, like in accordance. So, you know, I want my, like, I want work to, I want have specific work goals or something, or or we have goals for the podcast. Like we want to hit this number. And do hit we this. though? Like, we don't. We don't actually. <laughs> but we wanted to win that contest, and that was on my manifestation list, and we we got it. So and we're gonna have a planning meeting soon where we might like talk about like what we're trying to call in. But at this exact at that exact moment, the podcast no. and Keelene separate entities both are just like rudderless, just wanting more magic, but no specific manifesting happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I love like, I just, I love the idea of like using them in accordance. And so it's like, you know, you have these like tactile goals that mm-hmm. are like much more, you do this to get this, to get this. Like linear. Linear. And then I like to like, I like to have goal setting ceremonies where I also like think about how I want to manifest that and what I want to bring in to bring me to that. So it's like, they're a little bit different, but uh-huh. similar. And I like to use them together. So for me, that's like a big everyday thing. Cause I do review my goals a lot. I think that that helps like just to keep me on task. And I review my manifestations a lot because if I don't like, I literally will forget things on my list or not see what I've brought in already. And so yeah. I think the importance of like a list is that like just, if you have something to work from, it's an anchor. It's an anchor. And so I like that. That's a big one for me. And then really just like right now it's the Louise Hay meditation in the bathtub because it literally is so dreamy and it makes you feel really good. That book makes you feel really good. Listen to it on Audible. It's a really good book. It's just like the way that you're talking about it, like really conjures up like a memory of you talking about Shaman Durek and doing meditations. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's like that where it's like mm -hmm. this, you know, just uplifting, like, positive, high vibe, like makes you, yeah. It's like when he, when Chama Dirk speaks to you, you get this, like, it's like dreamy. It's like pulls from you, yeah. whatever he wants you to. Cause each episode will be different. That's the he's thing. He's a fairy godmother. He's a fairy godmother. Yeah. And, and, and Louise Hay has that quality yeah. as well. So she's got like a very soothing grandmotherly version of the shaman direct. Cool. So really like that. That's definitely what I'm into in this exact moment. Um, I always love, we've talked, we've talked like for everyday manifesting, I think, and for goal setting and for just like a person, Oprah is who always comes yes. to mind yes. because she brings it to the masses without like always calling it what it is. But oh my gosh. So did you listen to the first Goop episode with yeah. her? 
everybody's, I feel like everybody's talking about that episode again. Like I listened to it when it first came out, but like people have been like, everybody's listening to it. I've seen people write about it again too. Why is that? I don't know. Okay. It's just a magical thing. Apparently in the consciousness we need to revisit. And I just, yeah. If we want to talk about fairy godmothers, like Oprah has been such a beacon of light and she really has, I mean, it's, it's easy to take it for granted, but she has brought this like to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in a way that when she talks about that in, in that goop episode, like people didn't know what their soul's path or soul's journey was. Yeah. The spirit, the anatomy of the spirit. Yes. And people are like, what is a spirit? And that wasn't that long ago, really. Like for her to be on this spiritual path and for her to not have children and for her to like, you know, be such a, her like life choices are so different from mine. Like she's super crazy famous, super rich. Like, you know what I mean? Like she just isn't, a, she's, I don't know how she, like she's not that relatable at all. Who, Oprah? Yeah. But like so relatable. But still, yeah. so, like yeah. how is that, like her everyday know. life is so I don't different. know either. Um, but then, and, and just likable. Oh, and she's such a it's teacher. Like, it's like, who doesn't like her? I mean, there are people that don't like her. Are there really? Yeah, like, sure. okay. I didn't, I, I just feel like she's like big in even the conservative community and yeah. big in like all communities. But like, she has been like, she, I mean, she, yeah, she, there's definitely people that aren't in like her. controversy. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like she's not as polarizing as most. She's been at the game a long time and she's not in the spotlight so yeah. much anymore. So I don't feel like there's like as much controversy with her, but yeah, I mean, so she is the resource and like basically anything she says is like about manifesting and yeah. intuition and yeah. spirit. I mean, when we did the intuition episode, I don't even think we talked about it, but like she is like so such a, Embodiment. a teacher of that. Yeah. Like tapping into your inner wisdom and everything she writes is like about that. Gosh, she's so good. Yeah. We love yeah. Oprah. Love Oprah. Yeah. And the concept of alignment before action is a good way to get into everyday manifesting too. the idea of like, just getting yourself into a higher vibe yeah. state. And also like, I think we have definitely talked about this before, but recognizing that high vibe is going to look different in your everyday life and depending on your circumstances and what's going on, like it isn't always the the sparkling perfect rainbow. Yeah. It could be like a little less annoyed. Yeah. Is like a higher vibe. I mean, if you look at like that scale that we've talked about from like the letting go book and I know like Gabby Bernstein talks about it too. Like, oh yeah. Gabby Bernstein is an amazing teacher. Yeah. She's amazing. She's true. And she talks a little bit about like how, you know, feeling like apathy is better than feeling like uh, fear and loathing or whatever, you know, yeah, like you, there's, you, like, there's different like different levels. levels. So like, yeah. yeah, maybe you're just taking yourself a little bit higher up the emotional scale versus like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to be at a, a, a peace and love and full yes. of like this, you know, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, you're, you're probably going to manifest quicker if, if you're in those kinds of states that do typically the feel, high flying. I state. feel like when I'm yeah, in that high flying state, but if you're starting super low, you're, you can't, I don't, I don't think that you can just leap into it no. without like escalating you got to take a stair. Yeah. You know, you yeah. got to take a step up. Yeah. So and like, you can run up yeah. the steps, but sometimes you're going to slog through them. Yeah. And I think that there's like a level of energetic self-care that this is a, that this is a everyday manifesting as a practice of. Like if you're just thinking about like, well, what could I call in today? That would be just like the small things. It can be like a way to flex that muscle. Like yes. you said. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just love it. I don't know. I love everyday manifesting. I think it's like a really, and I love, I do love Lacey's view of like having expanders. And I, that's something I've like taken to is like also writing a list of who's currently expanding me just mm-hmm. to like keep a little bit of an eye on them and a focus on them and then look deeper and see like, if somebody on social media is expanding me, what is it about them in their oh. life that that I see that is expanding to me? Like what specifically am I attracted to and why? Yeah, like why why uh, why is it this? Because then it yeah. kind of put points me into what maybe I'm also trying to yeah. call in a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I so I posted relatively recently, it was a while back now about like my big questions about like, why am I here and what am I doing? But I was talking specifically about Instagram. Like when I open the app, what am I here to do? Like, why am I here? And like, that just goes back to like intention. And I think intention and manifesting are like right in step with each other. Because when I'm just doing things without intention and just going through the motions, like my external life is mirrored back. And you're not paying attention. Yes. And then it's like that whole thing of like when I'm looking at my list and I'm like, oh, I actually manifested yes. eight out of 10 things. Like yes. I need to pay more attention because then I'd also have more gratitude, which also puts you in a higher vibration. So it's sort right. of like, it's all kind of cyclical in that yes. way. But like one thing I love about about Lacey's work and you're doing this sort of, you're doing a daily practice of like focusing on it, which mm-hmm. I like. And you do, she has you do this thing where it's like you kind of see where on the emotional scale you are, what daily triggers, and then you do the release. Like her technique is definitely about release. So it'll be haze, like to be honest. But but I think you also, she also is all about expansion and expanding and seeing bigger and do, you know, you believe it when you can see it. And so mm-hmm. it's that idea of like, uh, like having both is mm-hmm. the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. I think. So it brings us back to that like whole release. And I, and I like the idea of like doing, paying this daily attention to like what weird little trigger came in your life, releasing it. And then like, it moves you up. Yeah. Back up to sort of like a, like, cause there are times where I'll feel really tense when I go to do it. Like if something's happened, like I had a weird interaction with a client or like yeah. uh, a family member. And then it's like, well, I'm going to get in the bathtub. I'm going to do this. Like it's going to make me feel better. And it does. And mm-hmm. it moves me from maybe not to like the highest state, but it moves me up. And yeah. it's because I was able to kind of release. But that's what I'm talking about. You're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of yourself. You're care and you're paying your, attention. Your energetic body and like, yeah. 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 Oh, Did you, so I, I recently gave you a spirit daughter notebook for a full moon. Yeah, I'm actually doing it. Well, it's like, it's, it's, I'm actually doing it today. I'm always like two days late with the full moon rituals. I don't know why this is. Like, well, we're I do, recording like way behind. So it, it is, it but airs. I do um, typically. But you're still in the energy of the moon. You are, you yeah. are, you are. So I usually do Lacey's ritual, which I'm going to do before I do the spirit daughter book. I'm doing it all tonight. I'm okay. going to do a bath. I'm going to do my ritual. I'm going to do the spirit daughter like book. I've looked through it and I've read through it. Um, um, which is really nice. And, and uh, like, but I always find my energy is so frenetic. Like two nights ago, I'm like, why can't I sleep? Like I did not sleep all night and I couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, oh, it's a full moon. Duh. Like yeah. th- leading up to, I always have like that frenetic energy of mm-hmm. like not being able to sleep. And so it makes me feel like it's hard to focus. So it's yeah. like, I like to like have that grounding practice. So I'm going to do that. You've done it though. Yeah, I, okay. I did it. I loved it. I actually just bought the next two books. Oh, good. So, yeah. By the time this airs, it will be another full moon, actually. Yeah, so you'll be on to the next two. Yes, I already ordered them. Um, but one of the things that they, in the journal prompts, they have is like, what is this here to teach me? Yeah. And it's, it's about, and that is a release. You know, like yeah. when you're looking at something, and it was funny because when I first started writing to the prompt, I was like, well, I don't really have anything that I like don't feel good about. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, 
my life's perfect. And then I like let that sit for a minute and then something came to me. And so I wrote about it and then I was like, oh, okay, well, what is this here to teach me? And like, it very much was like the same thing as always slow down, be easy, yeah. be calm, appreciate like, you know, that like to talk again about the inner voice that we talked about a few episodes ago is just like, that was like shining through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that's what that's here to teach me. And a trust, like trusting in myself and in my body. So it was really interesting. I really liked it, but it wasn't specifically calling out like this is a release. Yeah. But it felt like, but it a, feels release. like a release. Yeah. yeah. And so sometimes it isn't like super explicit of like, this is what I'm releasing. This is what I'm receiving. Like, you know, I don't think manifesting is always like black and white. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, a fluid. It's It can be for sure. Like I want to manifest a penny. Oh, I step in. There's a penny. But it can be it can be like a lot more fluid and a lot more gray. Of like, I, I don't think it has to be like this. I think the act of making a list is a great yeah. task. And I think yeah. it like really keeps you in check with like ha- gratitude, which mm-hmm. is so important. Mm-hmm. But I think you don't have to do that. And I think like it's interesting because yeah, because I don't. And to, yeah. to, for us to like share in the story and to like have this conversation, I'm like, you know, I do manifest and I do like I do really believe in this. And it's it's sort of like it's just like it's like practicing yoga. Yeah. I, like I am a yogi in my heart. I've been practicing yoga since I was 15 years old. I do not practice every day. I do not get on my mat. It's been right. like two years since I've been on my mat. But like the yoga is an eight limb path. Yeah. It's not just asana. Like yeah. there's like so much to it. And so I think that this is kind of the same thing in the sense of like it, the list is a huge part of it. Right. And it is a practice of manifesting, but it isn't the only way to manifest. Yeah. And like, but, but is a, my mat is a way to always come back to practicing yoga. And a list is always like, it's always going to be there as, as a like grounding a really anchor. Big, yes. Yeah, totally. for sure. And I think, and now know, I want to do it. I know. It's like, oh, it's such it. a, it's, it yeah. makes you feel so good to do like just that act of like, you know, I always do that on Mondays too. That's like my, it's, I have that ritual of like a grounding once yeah. a week where I'm going to pull my tarot cards and see what I feel. And I've been doing my astrology journal and it's, you know, I just feel like you have so many, when you like talk about all the things you do, I'm like always so amazed. Like I, but I, I do. And then I'd like, don't do them. And then I do them, you know, yeah. but I typically have like a Monday, but it's because I have this day to myself like yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And I've like now started waking but you up have earlier. To do that. For your like, it isn't just this, that you have that day. It, it almost is part of an OCD, which is like not necessarily the healthiest aspect of myself. So like, but it makes me feel better for my life. Like yeah. I feel more prepared. Like I can show up and be a better mom, friend, when I take this time for myself mm-hmm. and take this. And these are forms. This is my self care. Yeah, is like sure. doing the inner inner work. Makes we need me to do an episode good. on self care. I don't think we've done like no, a we we really haven't. Okay, we'll add that to yeah, the list. Yeah, we should add that to the list. And this and manifesting is self-care to I me. I think so. For sure. Yeah. Because Even it's more like, restorative than like a massage Oh sometimes. my gosh, yeah. Like energetic, it's just the work of like the energy and putting mm-hmm. that energy out there and then how you get into that state, what makes you feel good, like what you're bringing in. Like, I have one more question about okay. manifesting since you're like really into it right now. Is like, do you ever hit a wall where you're like, you're like, what is, what am I doing? Like, what is all of this? And like wanting to not, like yeah be into it so much yeah I think I was there for like six months of this last year where I I think like I honestly think that last manifesting episode had me question everything it really did it put me into it it. was intense it put me into you haven't listened to it it was intense (laughs) because we got into like out debates outside of it like outside of the actual episode with friend groups and it, it just I pondered it so much it gave me so much like 
what do I really believe? You know, I, I mean, I think I had a lot of, I think then I built up this big wall against like doing the Lacey Phillips work, which I was so into because I think I felt a oh, little, I, didn't know that. I did. I felt a lot. I felt very like, I felt judgmental about it. I felt, uh, disconnected from it, but I like still wanted to do, still wanting to do it, but not having somebody to relate to on it. And mm -hmm. so it ended up being that I made this friend who like we meet together and do the work together. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. And then it kind of has And I'm also really glad that I'm not that friend. Yeah. And it, like, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it like brought me back into it. And it's like, but also letting go of that like judgment around it. Yeah. And then and then it just, I've been through like this weird moments with like manifestation and feeling into it and not and feeling like a little bit turned off by it's... It can get, like it can feel like a the, lot of work I, to be in charge not, all the time. It's not that. It's like, no? I think that's like the... God, I don't want to say turned off by the popularity of it. I want, oh. to, but like a little bit, uh, yeah. like a little bit turned off because it's like, like, did you feel like it was yours and now everybody's doing it? I, no, no? I, I felt like a lot of people were doing it before yeah. anyway, but it was like, I'd be in my yoga class and they're like, we're going to have a manifestation workshop tomorrow. And it was like, every single person's just like, it's, it's a, it's like at the grocery it's store. It's much more <laughs> a, word, a common vernacular, yeah. like where people who weren't doing this are, it, it's not that I just felt like a bit of, I think I just felt a lot of judgment around myself about okay. it and about like our views and being confused about it. And like, I think when I really like Christy, your friend, we were all in this debate together and she actually said something about like, I was saying, you know, as an OCD person who has like frantic thoughts sometimes and like has certain feelings about stuff, like how like fear, how we were talking about like, if you manifest bad things in your life, which I didn't believe to be true. I don't think I, I still don't think I do believe to be true, but it was like, it was sort of like Gwyneth Paltrow answered it on that Goop episode, bring it all full circle where they were, she was asking the question and the intention or yeah, the intuitive. intuition episode. And they said to her, like, if it's coming from this fear-based anxiety place, like that's not real. That's just like ego. And that really has nothing to do with manifesting. And so like mm -hmm. really separating that out and like doing Lacey's work to remove those triggers, which is a great work to do. It's like very yeah. happy, healing, upbeat, like, you know, how she markets herself. It just has nothing to do with how I perceive the work. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, I think mm -hmm. I was getting very caught up in like, um, her as a person, her podcast, her marketing, her this, who buys into it, what people think versus how I actually feel doing what it is, which is like a meditation mm -hmm. that's like very non, not attached to anything right. and how it actually really works for me because it allows me to center myself and release so that I can expand. So that, yeah. I, you know, all these things that I just think I was very like, you know, we're on this podcast and I'm out here every week feeling like the Lacey Phillips fangirl because this is something I do almost daily. Yeah. And so it's like yeah. feeling a little bit like judging myself about it and feeling oh. a little bit like, yeah. like, God, I'm so subscribed to this one thing when I'm yeah. supposed to be open-minded. But it's like, no, that works for me. It puts me in the right yeah. state. So who cares? So it's like, I just had to let go of some ego mm -hmm. things so mm -hmm. that I could be in a more high vibe state around it. But I think I went through a real- And it's interesting that you went, like it wasn't that- that was like not working for you. Like you came back to it. To oh yeah. Specific yeah. modality. Yes. Like you were like that, that is actually, the it was working for, for me. Yeah. But I started to question it because yeah. I started questioning how other people perceived it, which goes back to our whole intuition episode where mm -hmm. me as a splenic projector, knowing what works uh -huh. for me and then being externally moved and then having to come back to it and be like, Oh, well, this works for you. That's what like, you were. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. That's funny. So that was, that's my whole like, but now I'm here and it feels good. I'm in a good place with it. And it's very upbeat and positive and just like chill. It's just a thing that happens that I do. Right. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Well, friends, we hope this conversation has provided you with some fun ideas to try for everyday manifesting in your life. We'd love to know what you're calling in and your favorite rituals for everyday manifesting. Yes, and if you feel inspired to share the woo, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's a super helpful way for us to connect with new listeners. We'll be back next week with a close look at human design and woo. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening. Please connect with us at thatsprettywoo.com and on Instagram at thatsprettywoo. Make sure you subscribe to catch next week's episode and share our pod with anyone you know who's into stuff. That's That's Pretty pretty woo. Woo.